There you go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Um, I am playing around with different cameras. I got my GoPro this time, so we'll give this a shot. I ordered a mic for the um, GoPro as well. So uh, appreciate you tuning into the Driving My Mind podcast. This episode, you're going to love this one. Stimulate your driver simulator. Have you turned on your driving simulator lately? Let me tell you a quick story. So the other day I was actually playing Mario Kart on my Switch. I got the um, the Pro Controller. And so it's just more comfortable, right? You can, you know, it fits your hand better. And I, I was just, you know, you, you do your fun little drifts, your little turbo drifts. You're doing the different courses. You're battling against the computer. Sometimes I'll go online as well. But I thought, man, this is so much fun. Let me let me actually turn on to my uh, my real driver simulator. I have a PS5, so I do Gran Turismo 7. So I go to turn on Gran Turismo 7. And, you know, there, there's moments in time where I'm, like, really obsessed with it. And then I'll take a break, really obsessed with it, take a break. So, you know, Mario Kart kind of got me in the mood. And so I put on uh, GT7. And um, if you check out my last interview with Scott and his EK9 Civic, I was just like, I have to do an EK9 on the Civic Type R. And I, I, you know, bought one used, right? You have to buy it used in GT7. And um, I went to the the market and I changed it to Phoenix yellow and I put some uh, um, Advan wheels on it and and uh, I put a suspension. I, I changed the exhaust and I took it out and I, you know, there, there's a lot of courses I've already done on it. And so I went to Suzuka Raceway and I, and I was just racing against Evo eights and and uh, you know. R32 Skylines, and there I am in my little lightweight Civic hatchback, Type R, 185 horsepower, but as you know, this is my dream car, right? And I just thought to myself, man, here is something that people, I'm sure some of you guys listening are just driving uh, simulator fanatics, but I wanted to open this up to the masses. Like, have you been driving on your simulator have you been stimulating your simulator right and so i'm hoping that uh i can talk about the importance of of why these games are out not just mario kart but actual driving simulators and why we need to pay more attention to them and what are the benefits of of them you know for the masses so Let's go into kind of your common ones, right? So you have like iRacing. That's a big one. You have uh, Forza, which I don't have an Xbox. Uh, I would like to get an Xbox just for Forza, but I'm going to wait for maybe the new Forza to come out. Maybe there'll be a package and I can grab it for Xbox. And of course, like I said, Gran Turismo 7. Now, if you're a PC fanatic, I know that uh, iRacing is a really, really good one. And the community there is is endless and and they have so many tracks on there and i heard that sometimes they update them to the point where they would even add like different potholes or different like metrics on the track and i'm just thinking wow like it's really gotten that specific and that detailed and again that's the beauty of these simulators is that it's a lot of it's community based which we're going to go into those perks 
But let's start with one of the first reasons why you should be stimulating your driver simulator is that it's a great opportunity for coaching. Um, you know, you can change the track conditions on Gran Turismo 7. You can make it rainy. You can make it sunny. Um, you can change the aggression of the AI. And, you know, every game review is going to say, oh, you know, the, the AI is so stupid or the AI is just uh, uh, makes the racing distracted. Well, take out the AI and race against yourself in a time trial, right? And the great thing about the time trials is it's just you, it's just the clock. And with the ghost feature, you can see what other people are posting in these real world circuits with the different kind of cars they're driving, their driving technique, which lines they're taking. I mean, especially when I would do like the, the Gran Turismo 7 like missions or the or the coaching and you, you they, they really break down in detail what you should be doing at these certain corners and turns at these specific tracks. Once you you look at the ghost or you look at the proper way of how it's supposed to be done, you say to yourself, wow, like this is real driving. This is real technique. And if you're not braking the moment they want you to brake, you're not going to get first place, right? And you're not going to get your bonus car or your bonus money. And so it's a wonderful opportunity to coach. And, you know, you can check your reaction time um, and you can, again, using the community feature, look at the other driver's techniques. Look to see how they're in uh, attacking a corner or are they putting more throttle mid-corner? Are, are they using a, a, a car that's tuned, you know, differently, more aggressively, less aggressively? And, and, how, and how you can make adjustments in your own driving and maybe in real life, when you go to that course, um, to see how you can kind of get better. Um, it's really kind of taught me the nuances of, of track driving and the importance of, you know, balancing traction with um, your throttle input and and knowing when to brake. I think for me, that's always been the toughest one because I personally like to drive slow cars, <laughs> you know, Miatas, Type R's, right? Um, maybe a V8 here and there, but I, I, I drive production cars and, you know, half the, especially with a Miata, half the time you're just holding on to the accelerator and turning, maybe letting off the accelerator and that's it. But for me, braking has always been kind of an overlooked aspect in, in my driving. And so when I get into these faster cars, when I get into these McLaren F1s, like I really say, okay, it's not so much the accelerating I'm worried about. It's the braking and entry of my driving and my turning and cornering where, oh, if I can fix that, acceleration takes care of itself because I'm hoping the driver next to me or the other driver doesn't do it you know, as correctly as I do. So breaking an entry has, has, has definitely been something that has been a struggle for me, but these driving simulators have actually taught me to look for. So definitely an opportunity for coaching. Um, next one, practice in a safe environment. <laughs> Especially I remember back in the day when Forza first started coming up with um uh, like destructible cars, not they, they wouldn't like just blow up or like derby style it, but it was um it was like 
you can mess up all your bumpers and you can mess up your chassis. And after the race, you had to go and spend 15,000, you know, to redo your chassis. Gran Turismo 7 does it not as maybe aggressively as it was Forza back in the day, but, um, you know, you don't feel awful when you uh, wreck your LC 500 or your McLaren F1, right? So it's an opportunity to be in a safe environment and really test like, Okay, I did take that turn too aggressively. Look how off the track I am. And imagine if you did that, like, you know, when you go to these race environments and, um, or heck, even an autocross, and you see people um, blue taping their front bumper and their hood, right? Because they don't want all these rock chips and stuff on it. And so in Gran Turismo or any other driving simulator, you don't have to worry about any of that. Go at it as aggressively as you want so that you can maybe start to learn like how, again, those opportunity for coaching, how you can actually learn to drive rather than just attack every corner, full throttle, 10 tenths, 11 tenths, you're starting to slide out. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and again, I'm not saying that any nothing's gonna uh, nothing's better than the real deal, right? Nothing's better than even going karting or doing your local autocross. Um, but here's an opportunity to where, hey, I don't need to prep my car, change out the brake fluid, clutch is about to go out. No, here's a chance. Press the power button, sit your butt down, get to driving, right? Um, and especially if you don't have a chance to experience something like, my dream is always to go to the Nürburgring, right? And I think that's a lot of dream for, for many people, but, you know, I'm not going to spend four, five, six thousand dollars to go all the way to Germany, go to a place where, you know, I have no relation or no nothing and and kind of figure out how to rent the car there and have a track experience. And, you know, I would be worried to death that I'm going to break something or wreck something. And I'm in this foreign country and Germany is expensive in and in itself. And it's like, no, 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 no. I can go up, play on my PlayStation 5, hop on the Nürburgring with a Volkswagen GTI and just have a blast that in and itself, right? Um, way back in the day, and this was on Forza when the Nürburgring was on, we would, we would me and my uh, clan, right, my, my group of people that I played with, uh, we would do um, cat and mouse, you know, so we would have the, I would, the, the mice would be the the mini mini coopers right the slowest car you can get i think in the game and then the the mice were any supercar that they agreed to usually it was like the 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 race cars um the like formula cars or whatever and like your job is to help push and and bump up your 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 mouse all the way to the finish line and try to break people off push them off into other corners and it was just a fun way to you know play with each other play with other people and at the same time explore the track and 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 the limits and and take in that is of the Nürburgring right so it's again a safe environment you can try with different cars rear wheel drive all wheel drive front wheel drive and not worry about breaking something or having to change the fluids when you come back, change your pads. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Um, next, moving on. Um, it's a low-cost option with friends, right? 
again, I, I kind of led into that with, with the other um, story about cat and mouse, but I can go online with my buddy that is just a car nut as I am and log in to, you know, race our GR86s uh, in uh, Tokyo, right? Or, or, or go to um, Watkins Glen with a, with a Type R and and really see like who has the better race um i would love back in the day uh the 370z versus the evo 10 and i would love to to drive that and okay your turn to drive the evo my turn to the z like you'll get to really see turbo four cylinder versus a, a rear wheel drive a v6 and again there's just these opportunities to create these amazing races and not just dragging but like really truly seeing like oh this car is better in this way this car is better in this other way so when i drive the evo i know that um i can go more full throttle mid corner versus with the z you know smooth as fast i have to really focus on threshold braking getting into my turn and and really hitting my apex and I'll be faster than the Evo who is, you know, 400 pounds heavier than I am. Like I loved, loved, loved learning about all those nuances and doing it with friends, doing it with people that are just as car enthusiastic as uh, I am or you are. And again, real racing is expensive tires right just tires alone which is going to lead into next week's episode but just tires alone are ridiculously expensive you're dropping a thousand fifteen hundred dollars every time you need a good set of tires and that's just a lot of money that people don't have or people have don't have to or have to invest in a hobby rather than put it in your your own investments or 401k or into savings like I can't fathom where these people put racing as their their heart and soul, and I, I love it and I respect it. But I I would feel awful spending fifteen hundred dollars on tires every three races. Like to me, that that's just not value for what I'm experiencing. Maybe in my youth, perhaps, but. I couldn't do it. I don't know how other people do it. The, everyone has their own priorities, right? And so driving simulators are a wonderful opportunity to, to mitigate those costs. And don't get me wrong. <clears throat> a PS5 and Grand Turismo 7 isn't as, a, uh, isn't as cheap as buying a set of tires, right? And with some of these driving rigs, uh, you're talking about, you know, $7,500 for, you know, with the racing seat, the TV mount, all metal construction. The sky is the limit now with some of these driving simulators. I am literally talking about PlayStation screen controller. If you wanted, um, if you wanted the the driving wheel, which I used to have back in the day with Gran Turismo 3, right? Uh, I mean, that can definitely be more uh, of an experience. And now that they have like the the Logitech wheels with, with the manual shifter, that just adds another sense of uh, realism to it for some of these cars. Uh, but again, that's just more investment for a game that, you know, for better, or for worse, sometimes you come back to and sometimes you don't. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be way cheaper than real racing. And 
at the end of the day, also these driving habits you you develop in in um these simulators do translate to the real world. I kid you not. I remember my roommate in college. He would be like, "Oh, you're playing Gran Turismo a lot." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been kind of stuck into it with Gran Gran Turismo Five or whatnot." It was like, oh, so that's why you're driving more like an a-hole, right? And it's funny because you you do, right? You really like, I want to hit full throttle now. Or, you know, I really want to take that corner the way I'm supposed to. I'm looking through my corners, right? And and it's just, it it really brings a sense of reality from the virtual world that you can take with you where you go, you know? Like shifting as quickly as you can right <laughs> and um maybe getting some slide action um you know definitely some uh some braking mid corner kind of slide in the uh, the ass end and you you really take it you can really take it and translate it to um what it is and scare your uh, your college roommates so uh, what are your thoughts uh, about driving simulators and the importance of them for the community? Um, it, and we were talking last week about bringing young driving enthusiasts into the community the right way. And so that could be another topic that we explore more. But again, get them on a video game. These youth love video games and they love instant feedback and reaction and seeing the cool cars and customizing them. My tutoring client, he has the whole wheel set up in Forza. And I mean, he just drives and free roam and, and does stupid stuff. But hey, it could be a future car enthusiast right there. So I appreciate it. Stay driven. Stay positive. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you.